y'all how y'all feeling how y'all feeling um so yes i'm back uh, i'm back y'all i'm gonna do a, i'm gonna start doing a lot of posting on my social media pages um on facebook and instagram and tiktok um I'm trying to utilize all of my platforms for my podcast. I'm trying to be 100% committed to this podcast. Um, I've never been excited and scared at the same time, but, you know, that's part of the process. I'm learning that when you're doing something different or you're doing something out of the box for you, it will get uncomfortable, especially because I'm really opening up. I'm really telling parts of me that um, I don't discuss um, and that's the things that we we heal from. The things that we, some of the stuff that we don't discuss are some of the things that we sh- we need to work on or we need to heal from. So um, that's why it's a little bit overwhelming for me because I am opening up quite a bit being vulnerable. And that's something that I don't do unless you're really, really close to me. Uh, everybody don't get the same Kanisha because I am like a really uh, observant person and I have to feel the room. But my close people, they know me. Um, they know the real Kanisha. They know how funny I can be. They know how serious I can be. They know how encouraging I can be. Um, and, you know, so forth, so forth, so forth, and so forth. <laughs> uh, I am under the weather, um, so you're going to hear me cough um, in this episode. I do apologize in advance. Um, so in this episode, I do have a guest. Um my guest is a previous supervisor of mine that has been, um, that has come, you know, a very good friend of mine. Like, anytime I have any questions or um, anytime I need to just hit him up, he's always able to answer those questions for me on a professional level. And that's something that I do love. And his name is Terrence Clark. Um, he does have his own podcast called Digging Deep. You guys should check that out. Uh, he does mention that it is on all streaming platforms. So, y'all make sure y'all check that out. And this episode is called How's Your Mental Health? And this episode is dedicated to uh, my black males out there uh, that might be struggling internally and don't know how to release or don't know where to start. And I don't, I feel like um, mental health for black men is not discussed as often as it is for women. Um, I might get chewed up for that, but that's just my opinion. Um, I've always had a soft heart for black males uh, because I feel like they feel that the whole world is on their shoulder and being black is a, you know, is something, being black is just the, the, just the first thing. And then mental health is the second thing. So I just felt like um, it's not disgusting. I de- definitely want to cross over to gaining more male listeners so I'll be having a few more episodes or a lot more episodes with male audience, with a male just to gain those male listeners because like I said, healing doesn't have a it doesn't matter what what gender you are. But I did want to make sure that I um I, I had an episode for especially for my black men. Um I and also in the episode I did mention that on Sundays I'm going to start going live on um facebook and instagram and if i can get enough followers on um tiktok uh i'll do the same but i'll be checking in with my supporters my listeners just to do a daily weekly check-in sundays is a reset day 
Um, so we're going to reset, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to let it go, and we're going to move forward. So that's something that I am going to definitely start doing. Um, so just make sure you guys are following me on Facebook. It's Choose You Podcast. And then on Instagram, it's Choose You Podcast 143. And I don't know if there is, is people that listen to music out there, but 143 means I love you um, in a numeric, numeric form. Um, and I use that a lot. Um, I don't know if anybody listens to music Soul Trail, but he had a song called 143. And I always use that with, you know, certain people, 143, that knows that I love you. So you might see that on some of my hashtags for my social media sites. It's like my personal um, Instagram page is Nisha143. That just means, Nisha, I love you. Because I love to love people. I love to share that love and I guess that's also like a trauma response because I love to give off the love that I've never received so um I just um I just appreciate y'all tuning in I appreciate y'all listening I do have some listeners out there I do have some dedicated listeners out there I see y'all and I really love y'all for that uh just make sure y'all share keep sharing if you are sharing share for me Get the word out. It's not like I'm trying to spread bad. I'm trying to spread love. So make sure y'all share my posts. Make sure y'all go like my pages. Um, it's not about money. Um, it's definitely not about money. And most of the time people are, you know, building their platform because of the money side. But I'm really building this platform for people that um, are lost. Um you know, don't know where to start or wake up every day feeling like they shouldn't be here. Um, I know how that feeling is, and I just want to be able to reach those that that, that feels like that. Um, so that's definitely what this podcast is for. And again, I really do appreciate all the listeners. I appreciate everybody that I have reached out to to be a guest. I've never received a no or Everybody has always been so accepting, and I really appreciate everyone, all of my guests, all of my listeners. Um, so make sure, again, y'all follow me and y'all follow my guests, and we're going to get into it. I hope y'all enjoy this episode. This means a lot to me, and thank you again for listening. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Kanisha, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right, perfect, perfect. Good. So, everybody, this is my guest. Um, uh, I call him T, my old supervisor. He does have his own podcast called Digging Deep. I'm just going to let him introduce himself, and we're going to get right into it. Okay, T, you can take over. Sounds good. Well, uh, Kanisha is, uh, is a dear friend of mine, former co-worker as well. Uh, but, of course, I am Terrence Clark. I'm definitely excited to be a guest on uh, Kanisha's show today. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll jump right in. Yes, I'm excited. So uh, this episode is going to be about uh, how's your mental health? Um, I reached out to T. He's always been willing to help me with this podcast. And I'm so grateful for that, y'all. Like, when I first started, thought about doing it, I seen he had one. I reached out to him. He was willing to like jump in there and help me give me tips and tricks, and I appreciate it. But this episode is going to about uh, be about how's your mental health, and for 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 black men, and I just feel like, or men in general, um, I just feel like uh, mental health in um, men 
Um, it's not talked about often. And like, are you able to ask for help? Do you have safe spaces and things like that? So I kind of wanted to get a male perspective of mental health um, just from how it works with, with him. So that's what basically what this episode is going to be about. And um, I just want to know, T, like, do you have like safe spaces for you? Like, what do you do to wind down? I know you always done been suave. Like, I know when we worked together, you came to work sharp all the time, like to head to toe. Like, is that part of your self-care routine? Things like that. Like, let the people know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, first of all, I definitely appreciate uh, the compliment there. Uh, my my per- part of my own personal mental health is just that, right? It is um, if you feel good, if you look, you know, or basically if you look good, you feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of those things that I think probably more so now uh, these days, you know, my, my particular version of that is formal wear. I love wearing suits. I love the combinations. Mm-hmm. I love all the different things, handkerchiefs, uh, the... Uh, your your lapel pins, the ties, the bow ties, mm-hmm. et cetera, and then the various dress shoes, right? That's definitely my particular preferred style of fashion. However, uh, you know, for a younger man these days, of course, that could be anything like wearing J's or, mm-hmm. you know, you, you wear whatever jeans or a hoodie, you know, or hats for that matter, whatever works for you or their different pieces of jewelry uh, that may work. But mine is particularly more formal, um, you know, something that allows me to be able to go into the boardroom or, uh, slide into a lounge a little later. So that is definitely part of it. So, uh, you know, staying fresh, whether it's a fresh haircut, making sure that I'm dressed appropriately, uh, being able to switch that up to uh, appropriately uh, address how I may be feeling that day with some either some bold colors or some that may be a little mm-hmm. bit more muted, um, right? So yes, that is definitely a part of it um, for me. Um, and uh, mental health is something that I feel like really crosses every aspect of your life um so you've got to find out what works for you and yeah uh, as a result of that just make it work so yes definitely uh formal wear addressing especially uh as we've had an opportunity to engage at work is definitely a a, a, a big focus for me personally yes and i love that i always um i always love the way you just come to work you used to be sharp all the time i used to love that and I know even outside of work, um, you always had the the personality as easygoing, like easy to talk to, mm-hmm. even at work. Um, and I always appreciate that because when I first when I first met y'all, I was like the most timid, shy person ever. <laughs> like um, I know Amber, Amber used to intimidate me so bad, like because I, I wasn't a, I wasn't used to somebody being so upfront with me, and I now I admire that because she was so like upfront, da da da. You gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do that. So that was something that I was lacking because I, I I didn't have that. I was like timid. I was really shy. I was really scared and things like that. So uh, outside of work, you were always easy going. You gave me some encouraging words plenty of times while working, trying to get me through and things like that. So. It's very appreciative, and I'm I'm glad you decided to be on this episode, like just giving your point of view, um, from your focal point, you know, from your your lenses of what you do on your everyday life, just to keep yourself good, feeling good, looking good, um, from a male side, you know what I'm saying? So I Absolutely. really appreciate that. Um, so like, do you have any safe spaces? Like, did you, like, if you feel overwhelmed, work might have got you down. The family, you know. 
I know you have children or you have a wife, you know what I mean? Like when yep. those things are overwhelming, do you have like a safe space that you go to or do you have safe, safe spaces? So I am really a person who legitimately just doesn't believe in stressing about anything, right? Yes. Um, and to elaborate a little bit more on that is, um, I generally, what you see is what you get. I've been this way probably my entire life, but uh, how I got to this particular space is growing up in a household of uh, five kids with a single mom, and I was one of the oldest. I, mean, I have a twin brother as well. Mm. Um, and sometimes things can be a little chaotic, right? Um, and I yeah. learned very early that um, either you can address it and handle it, or you can. And if there's nothing you can do about it, there's no need to give any time energy or brain power towards it, right? So um, that's how I uh, was able to early and let's say probably 11, 12 years old kind of lean into that. And as, you know, life plays itself out with different circumstances or different situations, as you grow older, you then begin to uh, really kind of lean more into it and then learn different ways, different habits of doing things. Mm -hmm. What that does teach you is you got to be a little bit more proactive, uh, more so than anything. But uh, it ultimately it does come to an end where you say either I can handle it and if I can let's go ahead and take care of it regardless of what's going on or if there's absolutely nothing I can do about it then I'm just going to put it out of my mind um, and I'm able to do that uh, music is my first love so I can find music that will um, really accommodate any mood that I'm in mm -hmm. uh, if I need to change that if I'm in a let's say mentally in a destructive mode then I can actually play uh, music that will help me calm and allow me to think a little bit more um, to, you know, think that through because going from being, let's say, a teenager to a single man uh, to a husband then a father, uh, now four children total, um, it definitely puts you in a position where you have to start thinking a little bit more um, as a man, you know, the weight on your shoulders from being a husband mm -hmm. and then a father sometimes can be heavy, but um, Safe spaces for me, I have a couple of really good friends that I really uh, are more like brothers of mine that, you know, we can actually have those open dialogues without our children, without our wives. But most of the time, um, my safe space honestly is in the partner that I chose. My wife is an individual who legitimately will hold me accountable. She can look past the, you know, the fly suit. She can look past mm -hmm. the super cool demeanor and be like, Hey, look, you need to, I'm going to need you to get this yeah. together. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, even though I'm a very large man and she just little itty bitty woman, the reality is, is, um, I think us being able to connect and us being able to hold each other accountable, uh, allows us to, uh, really, uh, take a moment and just say, all right, what is it that we're dealing with? Let's talk about what that looks like. Let's talk about we, what we need to do. Um, in between, let's say, you know, my network, which is two of my very, very, very dear friends, as well as, uh, um, you know, my wife and even my mother from time to time, mm -hmm. uh, just being able to kind of air those differences, those feelings, those moments where, you know, I feel like, man, I have just got to get this off my chest. I'm able mm -hmm. to uh, kind of lean a little bit more into just being me and then getting back into that. Hey, let's, uh, you know, I woke up this morning, so we can just take it from there. Yeah, and I love that. And I know you said that you have, you know, close friends that you can gather with. And I'm glad you said that because I really feel like men don't, you know, gather together and talk about things that's bothering them. I think they gather, right. uh, most people, that I mean, most men that I've been around, 
they don't talk about like I have male friends that I talk to that you know I can vent to and I think that's important I think you should have a tribe that you can um you know vent to or just get some encouraging words when you need to um outside of your partner you know what I'm saying because sometimes your partner might not understand where you're coming from but I'm so glad that you said that your wife is able to keep you um you know safe she's your safe space too and she can keep you your accountability partner kind of like so that kind of works for y'all but the people that don't have that you know what I'm saying I feel like you should find be able to find your tribe and so many people have issues with trust you know what I mean like so I've seen men have issues with trust and it could be like you said childhood things I don't I'm not sure but it's just like I feel like men should have book clubs I feel like men should have um night outs with their men you know what I'm saying like like women we have so many tools you know what I'm saying? So many tools we have, we can have book clubs. We can have night out with the girls. We can vent, we can talk like, but I don't ever hardly hear me and saying like, yeah, I'm going to hang with my homeboys outside of the club. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to go talk, blah, blah, blah. I right. have wine. I don't hear that. And I just feel like that's important to have is your tribe. Like anybody, man, female, little girl, child, anybody, you know, somebody that you can feel safe with. Um, and that's very, very important. I'm glad you, you, you brought that up. Um, and so, so yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And um, what else was I going to say? You said safe space. Let me for you. Yeah, let me let me pause right there just for a second. So um I think realistic they have the tribe that they can is their safe space or I think comes with a lot of maturity, right? Um Yeah. A lot of dudes, especially uh I'm I'm forty four years old, right? So uh I've been around a mm-hmm. little while. I'm not exactly an old man, but I'm definitely not considered you right, right, right. You know, it's crazy. But I, mm-hmm. um, we have, I think, mental health for men these days be exacerbated or bit more of a struggle, despite the fact that there are tons and tons of resources. Because uh, what I refer to as toxic masculinity seems to be celebrated. Uh, more than anything, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the idea between music and images that people see, you know, in, 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 the, hood, in the neighborhood, right? You know, everybody glorifies mm-hmm. the dope boy that's driving, you know, the big truck on 28s, or you know, has got the mm-hmm. Instagram model, got all the flashy. That actually, knowing yeah. that that individual might be going through some different things that are self. You know, can have really can wreak havoc on their mental health, right? But everybody else, mature. You, a lot of these brothers are running the same race um, that you are. Where yours might be, I'm working a regular nine to five, or you know, a two to two to uh, two to ten, a three to eleven, or overnight for that matter at a job right. that is, rent or your mortgage. Um, you know, sometimes the the idea there is is that you got to figure out what where your lane is, but more importantly, you got to be mature enough one uh, to put yourself in a situation where you can begin to build that trust, and more importantly, identify with individuals who are like minded, who are mm-hmm. just trying to have something sometimes, or even even just you know at least talk to like for me when I was younger, 
I used to talk to the old dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like used to legit hit them up like, hey, you know, I'm a young dude. I'm trying to get put on, let's say, from uh, how to handle my business, how to handle my credit, how to, mm -hmm. you know, how to get put on from a, a career perspective or what. Talk to me, tell me from y'all experience what this was, what that was, and then be able to discern, you know, my own. Again, back to the original point, I think some of that comes with maturity. Uh, some of that comes from just sheer experience, you know. Um, mm -hmm. We all have had boys that we, you know, for, uh, let's say, as people say, for a season, you was real tight, and then they showed themselves, and you had to go ahead and let that ride, right? And then you right. have those, sometimes those unexpected ones, ones that do what you might have thought might have been kind of lame or Maybe you feel like, you know, y'all lifestyle wasn't exactly the same or any of that nonsense that you think, you know, as you're maturing. Um, and then you find out, actually, this dude is somebody that is super solid and, you know, offers you what I call the real talk in the moment. Um, or at least, like you said, just gives you an oppor uh, uh, opportunity to, to vet, to uh, have a safe space, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I also think, like, too, even with me, like, it took me, I'm now realizing... Um, at 37 that you learn more from people that got more from you you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. they got like yeah. more advanced than you and so I'm learning that like I was just standing around people with the you know we're just making it we're just doing it because right. but you want more out of life you gotta hang with people that has more in life or has been through some things in life that can just give you some opinions they don't mean they have to give you you know, you should do this. You should, cause this is, it's about delivery too. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. um, I'm, I'm learned that too. Like you have to be around people that have like-minded mindsets on the same path as you go in the same direction as you, because the people that's not, even though you might have been around them, you might have, you know, been, they've been in your life, the whole, your whole life or whatever the case may be. But if they're not trying to improve, they're okay with being mediocre, you know, at, not saying right. mediocre, they're okay with being where they're at. Then, then it's okay to just go the other way. You know, it's okay to find people that, that's, that's on the same path that you're going. And, Absolutely. and I feel bad about it. Cause I felt bad about it at one point. I'm like, I don't ever want nobody to think, that I'm more than them, you know what I'm saying? But I am trying to go somewhere in life. I am trying to do things in life. And I can't learn that from you if we're doing the same thing, you know what I'm saying? So I get that. I, I get that. I'm just now learning that. And I guess maybe because of the environment, how I was how I was raised, I'm not sure. But it took me a minute to grasp on. Like, it took me a minute to realize that if you put power to it, then then you gonna you just gonna you is you gonna put power to it. But if you don't put power to it, no thought, you know, if it's a situation that come up hand, if you don't put that much power into it, it's gonna all work out. It'll eventually all work out. And I'm it took me forever to learn that. Like I was stressed about the littlest things, not knowing that it's gonna work out. Like if you doing Always. what you're supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? You're doing this like you're supposed to do, you you making you trying everything always work out the way it's supposed to for you. And uh, I'm just so glad you said that because I'm learning that even as a female, like, cause I have a lot of female listeners. So even as a female, I'm learning that you have to be with people that's growing with you or growing, go trying to do bigger things. If you're trying to do bigger, you got to go bigger too. So, right. <laughs> 
So I appreciate you saying that. Um, I just want the men to know, like, it doesn't, like, healing or your journey doesn't have to, it, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, I don't know how to put this in words. Like, it doesn't have to be hard. It can actually be right. easy. Of course, we're going to have hard times, um, but it's not going to always last. Not always right. going to last. Um, so, I appreciate that. I do. You, you, you read, you fed me because <laughs> like I, I, I didn't, I just learned that literally this year, like, and that's why I'm trying to get around more people, um, that are trying to do things or have been through some things and you know, have learned from it and they're moving on and, you know, doing big things and not, not saying just doing big things, but just learning to live life free basically right. you know what i mean so Absolutely. um that's where i am <laughs> i'm just learning how to live life freely no expectations like no um i'm learning not to put expectations on people or have people you know because that's where i go wrong and like thinking oh because they um they treated me like this or i treat them like this they're gonna treat me like that and that's where i was going wrong like Everybody is not going to move the way you want them to move. You know what I mean? So that's where I was messing up at. And a lot of my relationships with people and just life, period. Um, but even though I was delayed, I'm delayed. That don't mean I'm denied. So I'm coming. Right, right. I'm coming. I'm coming. You know what I mean? And I'm learning every day, every day. And I know I'm going to eventually be the best version of Kanisha because I'm putting in that work. Um, and that's what you got to do sometimes. You got to put in that work. You got to work. Make sure that's what you want. You want a better life for you. You got to, you know, put in some work sometimes, especially if you've been doing it wrong for you and your path. You got to right. put in some work. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, I love what you mentioned. You know, the sometimes we do have to examine, <clears throat> excuse me, have to examine our circle, right? We do have to mm -hmm. um, really, sometimes, unfortunately, we do have to leave people behind when you're trying to elevate and a lot and the, the big thing with that sometimes people do take the mindset of oh this person thinks they better than me now because they doing this they doing that and that's not the case right we are regardless of what your economic status is how much money mm -hmm. um you know what what income you have per month or where you live for that matter we are all regular people that are mm -hmm. you know that choose different paths to lead our lives so we are all equal people, no matter how you look at it. If whether mm -hmm. you got somebody who's from the country, you got somebody from Manhattan, somebody who was born and raised in Atlanta or LA for that matter. Mm -hmm. um, we are all individuals and we are equal to each other. But the difference is sometimes in that path or sometimes in that growth, um, you know, and we all have it, it, you know, it registers at different times. So I always like to look at it. Don't necessarily beat yourself up about, about discovering it at a later age, because the reality is it's better uh, late than never That's uh, in it. most cases, right? Um, as long as you get there, then it's an accomplishment, whether you are 37, 44, you 57, or even 60. That's that matter, it. As long as you cross that, cross that bridge and you find that peace, and now it actually unlocks a part of your brain and your heart and even your emotions and says, all right, now I know how to handle this. Now I know how to move forward with this, et cetera. And so that's always how... Uh, that ultimately plays out. So I, I love that you mentioned that uh, it is personal growth. It is definitely something everyone has to get to. But uh, taking a look in the mirror, taking a taking a real honest look at how you handle things and 
getting to the root of it. As you mentioned earlier, it could be some childhood trauma that you're dealing mm -hmm. with. It could be uh, dysfunction in your family because no matter how good things look on the outside, every family's got some level of dysfunction in it. That's, That's also it. another reality I think That's a lot of people don't want to admit, but every family has some level of dysfunction, right? Uh, That's it. Be the person that is causing it, right? But uh, again, it's taking an honest look in. You know what can I do? What where's what part of this am I contributing to, or what part of this am I? What at what point do? I, and that's enough. I'm going to go ahead and get this part of my life right, right? So um, I love the mm -hmm. fact that you 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 brought the idea of you know everybody is still different circumstances but uh it's not necessarily a sprint it's more of a i call it life's marathon essence of my love for music uh life is a channel track you get a chance to choose how it starts you get to choose what music you're gonna play in the be in the middle and you get to choose how uh that play yes i love that i really love that i think you said that to me before i love that um because i love music too like music excuse me i told you i got a cold but music um <laughs> music has always been my first love too so like when you said that you can find a song that would maybe turn your mood around that's neat like <clears throat> excuse me hold on A lot of times I don't even have to talk to people because I can put my headset in, play my playlist, and write in my journal, and I'm good. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. And I love that. I love that saying because it works. I don't know. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> You're good. Um, I'm under the weather, y'all. I apologize. Yes, I gotta make it happen though because <clears throat> excuse me, we've been talking about recording this for a uh, for a minute. So I had to go ahead and get it because I'm a procrastinator and I keep saying, Oh, let's do it this day, oh, let's do it this day. So I didn't <laughs> want to postpone it until I felt better because I had to do this. So it's all good. I might you might Life have happens. yes, you might hear me call again. Hold up. <clears throat> And it's a bad cough too. It's not like a. It's not like a little. It's a hard cough. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Nah. Listen, but, there's something going on out there that's not the flu. It's not RSV. It's not COVID, and it's going around everywhere. Everybody hacking, coughing right now, and nobody knows exactly what it is. So trust me, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's been bad, and it just came out of nowhere after Thanksgiving. I want to say that's when I started mm -hmm. feeling kind of ucky. And then um, I developed a cough, and I've been eating cough drops, abusivates, like mm -hmm. all of that. But it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. It will. It will. <clears throat> but yes. Um, but back to the music. Yes, I'm sorry. 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 It's I love good. music. Music is my. I don't know. I love music. It's just something about music, and I'm getting into jazz now. So now. I can sit in my I can sit in my room, my car. If I don't have a bad day, I can put on some jazz music, and then it take all the, the the thoughts away. Like 
I don't know. Something about jazz. I don't know why I'm just now getting into it, but it works. Jazz works. No music, no, I mean, no lyrics, just the instruments. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that. So I love that uh, saying that you said about the soundtrack because it's true. Yep. yep. It's so true. Soundtrack. It's so true. So true. Um, but like, do you have any advice for young men that feel like they have no way out? Like, no, all corners exhausted. Like, yeah, yeah. What, what would you tell them? Like, look in the mirror. Like, what, what words of encouragement would you give to them um, if they're struggling with something day to day? So, I probably say the first thing is. Um, your cell phone is available for more than Instagram, more than TikTok, more than texting an old girl or talking mm-hmm. trash to your boy, um, you know, or reaching out to your loved ones, right? You definitely have resources that are available to you. Whether you got an Android or an iOS device, you have an option where you can write notes and you can keep those notes to yourself, right? Um, write down how you're feeling. Um, you know, in the moment when you have something, when you got something going on. I, I would highly suggest writing it down, right? You mm-hmm. can revisit uh, that moment. You can revisit, you can take a look at when it when it happened the last time. If you start to notice it is starting to happen on a more rapid basis, you went from writing once a week to twice a week to every day, then you can know that you got a real issue that you got to deal with mm-hmm. and self-medicating, whether you know people have their different substances of choice is usually not something that will help you in that scenario. So I say start with writing it down. Um, the other thing is there's such a negative stigma uh, about uh, addressing mental health with therapy, right? Um, mm. And the truth is, is that uh, therapy is out there. There's lots of men's groups and there's a lot of the black men's groups out there mm-hmm. um, that are out there. You literally just Google black men's mental health. There's organizations that are literally dedicated to if you have some access, it doesn't matter what that is. You need to go to your local library because you don't have a cell phone. Um, if there's any opportunity for an individual to just get internet access, there are opportunities where you can actually get uh, therapy from a Black counselor. You can get it mm. from another brother for that matter, right? Uh, to be able to kind of, uh, what I like to say, air your grievances or just talk about that stuff that's actually got you down, right? Um, you'll be surprised. You'll be crazy surprised that no matter what your situation is, there's absolutely somebody who has been through it and has found a way to work through it, right? That's um, it. It's all about it's all about arming you with the tools that you need. Figure out what's going on. How do I address it, and then get an action plan as to how do you work through it and get on the other side of it. But the first first things first, write it down. You have to be honest with yourself about it, and more importantly, reach out uh, to resources that you have. And if you feel like you don't have resources, like I said, that cell phone can be used. It's it's literally a portal to the rest of the world. And you can reach out and get resources that are available to you in a lot of instances for free uh, from a a, a mental health or a therapy perspective, uh, because everybody deserves a shot, regardless of what you're going through is self-inflicted or if it's something that, you know, happened to you based on unforeseen circumstances, or even as we talked about at the beginning of the show, uh, that trust issue has put mm-hmm. you in a bad way. Um, there's still always an avenue. There's still always resources and individuals that you can reach out and talk to that says, hey, look, here's a couple tools. Here's at least your starting point to make sure that you follow through 
to get to the other side. So uh, to round that out, really the biggest thing at that point, now that you've had a chance to write it down, you've had a chance to address it, you found somebody to talk to is consistency. You just got to be consistent with it at that point, because the more consistent you are from there, the easier it becomes to address those things or even start building habits of noticing when you might spiral into a moment where you need some assistance. That agitation um, starts to creep up and now you got tools that'll help you address that before you get to that point. So um, that's that That would be my recommendation. That would be my suggestion. Um, write it down. Make sure you are honest with yourself about it. Start noticing the patterns that come along with it and uh, then go out there and get it. You know what I'm saying? You got to address it so that it doesn't become bigger than you. And then it forces you to start doing things that may be detrimental to you long term and then just be consistent. That's that. Yes, yes, I love that. And therapy, therapy does work. Um, at first, I, you know, I, I grew does. up as um, raised in church. Only thing you need is Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's how I was raised. Um, yep. So it took me a minute for me to give therapy a try. Um, but once I did, therapy unlocked so many. All I had to do was start talking, for real. Right. Like, all I had to do was start talking. And I literally started unlocking stuff from just opening my mouth talking because I had was the type of person yeah. just to hold stuff on in, not talk about nothing. I wasn't writing. I wouldn't do it. I was just holding it in. But when I went to therapy and I started just talking, the power of just talking it out. And yeah. then the tools that was giving to me for me, like your triggers, when you have triggers, like you said, like you, you know how to handle, I'm still working on my triggers now. I'm not perfect. Like we nobody's are, perfect. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still working on them triggers, but all I had to do was start talking. So therapy, therapy works. And I'll do everything that you said. I had to be real with myself. I had to actually be like, what part did I, am I taking in my life? I had to actually own it, take accountability of what I was doing. And a lot of times I was feeling sorry for myself. And I feel like that's where a lot of people get stuck, you know, just feeling because yep. it's so easy to feel sorry for yourself. Um, it's it so is. easy to stay there, too. And that was me. I would be I'll I'll get, come to a situation and I'll just stay there. But that was my problem. Like, you can't get stuck. You can't stay there. Um, because I remember um, the comedian, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but she said, if you stay in it, you're going to start to smell like it. And, yep. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to realize I was the problem. And it's hard sometimes to realize that, like, it, you might want to blame other people around you, but a lot of times it's how you react to things and how you, you know, you can control your destiny. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but you right. can control your destiny. You can control how you react to things. You can control how things just, you know, whether you go up or down, it, it yeah. matters. So um, I appreciate that because that works for me in writing. Definitely works. Uh, get you a notebook. No matter if you, like you said, notes in your phone. Because even if I don't have my journal, I will pull out my phone in a minute. Um, right. or if it's a thought that I have or uh, anything. And I, my notes are filled in my phone. Use your phone. Yeah. Everybody yeah. got a phone. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody got, got a phone. phone. <laughs> so, yep. 
So I get that. That's good recommendation. And it's and it really just I just want people to know like it doesn't matter, man or woman. It's probably the same. The journey is probably is it might be yeah. a different journey, but it's about the same. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it doesn't yep. matter. Like these the tools, you have tools to make your life go. And the tools is you and your mind, your heart, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to just keep going. Just keep going. That's how I have to tell myself, keep going. It's nothing can stop me. I'm on my way up. You know what I'm mean? right, saying? Like right. I'm on my way up. So I really, really appreciate that. Um, do you have any like last words? I don't wanna Yeah, know. yeah. I I would just say, fellas, you really need to be honest with yourself about your emotions. We mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, we have celebrated for centuries the idea of this be real hard and mm-hmm. you know oh I don't I don't feel you know I don't feel hurt I don't feel love and we do all these things to try to mask those things and to try not to feel them and those are the things that usually end up coming back to bite us. We cross people that we really loved or we don't show the emotion that we should show uh, mm-hmm. to individuals that have really been there for us or into this nonsense or the stereotype of, again, what I refer to as toxic masculinity with, yeah. you know, oh, I'm a man. I should, I don't feel feelings. I don't need to feel this. I don't need to feel that. Or it's weak to feel this, or it's weak to feel bad or have moments of vulnerability. And the reality is, is, we all have those moments and there's a reason why you are having those moments of vulnerability or you are in a moment where you are hurt or you want to show love and you know there's that other part of you likes man if you you weak you know or you're not gonna win yeah. like, you gotta get rid of that you gotta get rid of that mindset because the truth is is it allows you to become a ticking time bomb eventually Mm-hmm. Um, life rears itself. Uh, those emotions, those locked up feelings rears itself a lot of times in the worst way possible, right? And it's usually unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I would just say, you know, mental health is real for those of you, for the fellas, especially for those of you who don't think um, it's a real thing. Trust me, it's real. And a lot of times it comes down to aligns with your mind. And then as a result, how you decide to wear your emotions on your sleeve, whether you're those, you one of those individuals that you just let it out all the time and people keep saying you're emotional or, or one of the people that, yeah, or super <laughs> sensitive, um, right. All the negative stereotypes that yeah. go along with that or vice versa. You wanted to do to seems emotionless. You don't show, you don't show nothing. You don't feel nothing according to other people, but it's all still there. It's all inside. So. Uh, I would challenge you to not consider other individuals and how they may feel about what's going on with you. Because at the end of the day, uh, as Kanisha said, uh, you are in control of your destiny. You are the one who has to deal with whatever comes your way. And while it is easy to just try to bottle it up, just remember uh, a grenade, when that pen pops out, it's just a matter of time before that, that pen pops and then all of a sudden that blows up. You are the you are the difference of do I take this pan out or can I safely leave it in there and I can prevent my mind, my heart, my emotions from detonating at some point as long as you take an opportunity to be honest with yourself and address it because toxic masculinity is a real thing, but you don't have to buy into it. Them stereotypes uh, don't necessarily uh, 
uh, have to become your future or your reality. Uh, in the words of Daniel Caesar in the song, he says, um, but none of my niggas is going to hold me tight when I'm, wet my, when I'm sleeping in my bed at night, right? It's the, it's, it's, it's the realest line I think I've ever heard. So take it to heart, guys. Uh, it, is, uh, it is definitely something you can get assistance with. It is something you can definitely address. And more importantly, you got to bet on yourself. Give yourself a chance. Show yourself some grace. And I promise you, things get better. Yes, I love that. I'm glad you brought up emotions because I feel like that's why I wanted to have this episode is because I feel like a lot of men hide their emotions. Um, yeah. A lot of men don't know how to show their emotions and it's okay. And when I run up against, when I run up and find a man that shows their emotions, I think that's the, I think that's, I mean, hey, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, we can be emotion too. We can be, be emotional together. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But right. some men don't show emotions at all, like nonchalant. And I know it could be it could be for tra- uh, for trauma, something trauma. I don't know, but I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I'm glad you brought up yeah. that because what all you said hit the nail on the get the hit on the nail with everything that you said. Yep, yep, okay. absolutely. Now, like I said, I, I I've, I've been through it myself. Uh, but I've definitely, you know, I make it a point to make, uh, because I also make sure my daughters understand what they uh, should expect, right? So I can't be the pot calling the kettle black, you know, uh, from yeah. that perspective saying, you know, this is what you should expect and the dude should be able to express himself. And at the same time, uh, foster an environment where I'm like, nah, man, you can't show no emotion. You can't do this. You can't do that, right? So, um you, you again, uh, you definitely are spot on from a perspective of deal with those emotions. It's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more importantly, if you don't know, there's always somebody you can ask. Mm-hmm. That's it. Use the tools that's out there uh, for everybody. Not, but, but this is about my black brothers. So sorry, sisters, we'll have another episode for us. <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> so, but I do, I do appreciate your time. This has been amazing. And again, thank you so much for always be um, willing to help me. Um, it's hard for me to ask for help sometimes. And I just be wanting to figure it out on my own. But that's a pride thing. And I, I'm putting the pride to the side. Um, we all working on that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We that's a lifelong race. On. Yes, it is. So um, I really appreciate you always willing to help, always um, willing to give me an encouraging word if I needed it and absolutely. it's always appreciated I really appreciate it and y'all make oh, sure no, y'all fo- y'all make sure y'all listen to his podcast he does have a podcast it's called Digging Deep um, make sure you check it out it's on Spotify is it on Apple as well yep it's on Apple Music or excuse me Apple Live uh, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify uh, a few other a few of the other ones as well so yeah by all means check it out um, yes. we definitely get into some hilarious topics. We get into some petty, uh, topics, uh, as well. Uh, but just all, you know, just some real conversation, uh, stuff that you would likely hear at a barbershop or at, uh, the hair salon, or, you know, when you get the couples together and everybody starts talking, these are the conversations that happen. So, um, yes, you know, if you got time, check it out, check it out. Otherwise, uh, Kenesha, thank you very much for having me. Uh, again, it's all about spreading love. And, uh, the, the one thing I will say is, uh, it doesn't matter how many podcasts are out there. There's always somebody that's willing to listen to someone else 
Um, and it's always a super, super positive thing when they, you are you have an opportunity uh, to help someone else grow uh, their audience as well, uh, because mm -hmm. everybody's got a different perspective and everybody's willing to hear it. So um, thank you for giving me an opportunity to uh, share some time with you today. And uh, y'all got to check out Keisha, man. I'm telling you, y'all. If you are listening to this first for the first time, go back and listen to our previous ones. I'm telling you, it's worth his weight in gold. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. That means so much to me. And yeah, y'all make sure y'all check me out. Um, make sure y'all follow me on um, excuse me, on uh Instagram, Choose You Podcast, and also on Facebook, Choose You Podcast. I do do updates and I also am going to start on Sunday nights. How's your mental health? Every Sunday I'm gonna go live. Uh, don't hold me on every Sunday. We might do every other Sunday, but I am going to go <laughs> live on all of my platforms that I'm able to. Just gonna check in with my audience. If you want to check in, you want to just you know talk about something. I just want to be open and uh, honest and just be one with my my supporters. So I'm gonna start doing that. How's your mental on Sunday nights? Um, but it has been a pleasure again, T. Thank you again, and we out. Later.